0: Beers and Tears would like to acknowledge the traditional owners and custodians of the land from which we conduct this podcast, the Wurundjeri people of the Kulin Nation. We recognize their continued connection to the land and waterways and sky of this beautiful place, and we pay our respects to elders past and present, and extend that respect to all First Nations people present today, and acknowledge that sovereignty was never ceded. And it's hazier
1: than your out front take me out
0: back. don't be so and treat me like that hello everyone welcome back to beers and tears today i'm joined with cameron from the vans hello how are you
1: hello i'm great I'm doing very good
0: there. so last time i chat to the vans i spoke to jimmy and it was around the red light era for you guys. Yeah. Um, so what, what's what been the update since then? You've spent a bit of time in Byron recording, etc. Give Give a little update between now and June last year.
1: Yeah, that's a good question. When did Red Light come out? Red Light came out, yeah, April last year. And then we did Feels Good Now, which we recorded at the same time as Red Light. And then early this year we went and recorded a bunch more songs And one of those has just come out, and then we're going back in November to record more. So it's all part of an album which is taking um, a long time. (laughs) We're doing it in sections. Yeah,
0: sweet. And so, do you want to quickly talk a little bit about Feels Good Now um, and how that track kind of came to be?
1: Uh, I think that came about, yeah, that was around like lockdown and stuff of 2020. So it was more just like sending excuse me, ideas to each other and then working on it kind of solo and then sending back what we had rather than being in a room together. Yeah. Uh, same with Red Light, actually. And then that's kind of how that came to be. And in and, and the end of that song, it was going to originally fade out and then when we were in the studio, we are actually like, nah, let's like, just not fade it out. So we just kind of did this guitar-y thing and I think it's like my favourite part of the song now. But yeah. it was just very, like, while we are tracking it, we are like, let's try it. Awesome. And, yeah. Um, yeah. And
0: how did you find kind of, like, creating, I don't want to bring that era up, but, like, creating music in that time and, like, having to kind of do that whole back and forth thing? Uh,
1: it was still pretty shit. But <clears throat> I think for me it was kind of, there's no, like, kind of performance anxiety, I guess, because I'm not in front of anyone coming up with a guitar part. Yeah. So maybe I'll try Weirder stuff because no one will know if it sucks. True, yeah. If I, whatever I end up emailing back will be the, you know, after I've tried 10 other things. Yeah. Nothing beats like all of us just being together in a room. But we must persevere at times like this. Totally. Like some of the guitar parts I wrote and other parts for Red Light and Feels Good uh, were a lot weirder than the ones that I ended up doing. <laughs> cool. Originally, and then I was like, no, nah, it's not that's not gonna work. Yeah. But even the other lads never never heard of. Him. Yeah. It's not the ideal way to do it, but...
0: now you've got making it out alive. Yes. Um that's out now. Uh came that's out, out probably like what a couple weeks ago now. Uh yes, yes. How
1: um,
0: how has that release been for you guys? Uh
1: pretty good, pretty like. It's actually. It came out a day before, a day before the year anniversary of your celebrate anniversaries. It feels good now coming out, and someone actually said that to us. I was like, "God, it's been a whole year since we put a song out. What are we doing?" And but, I, <laughs> what are it's we doing?
0: September. Like time is just I'm, kind of going.
1: Yeah, I think we recorded it in like February, but no, and yeah, making it out of love was kind of like the way that kind of came about is. We worked on it and it sounded a fair bit different. Like, band was in from the start. And we weren't maybe going to record it on the last time we went to Byron to record. And then when we were there, we are just like, yeah, let's try it. We didn't like the lyrics we had either. Right. That was just like this a bit of a weird story. So then the day, like, the day before we had the last day in the studio, we, like, rewrote all the lyrics, jammed it in the control room once the producer... Cause we'd stay at that studio and our producer Chris would leave, and we just like put mattresses on the control room floor, and it's great, yeah. So, we almost didn't record it, and then we ended up recording it. it. Sounded totally different than we thought it would originally, and then it's the first one of the batch that came out, so cool. I'm glad we did. Yeah.
0: Do you prefer that kind of quicker turnaround of like writing a song and kind of getting into the studio?
1: I loved it. I loved it. I don't think I don't think it's, yeah, it's pretty rare that that will happen for us for sure, but it was kind of fun to kind of have all these ideas the day before and then it's like, all right, let's track it now.
0: Yeah.
1: And it was all kind of, yeah, because I have a tendency to hang on a song for like a year and then by the time you get around to recording it, you're kind of over it. Yeah.
0: Totally.
1: <laughs> and then, sorry, Chris knew. A guy called Dusty Boots. I don't know his real name. Yeah. I, I kind of don't want to know. I just want to that. call him Dusty Boots. Yeah. John Dusty or something. But, yeah, when he met us, he's just like, Dusty Boots. I was like, "Governor Little, how are you? Cool. And then he had the idea to put saxophone on it. He just called him and Dusty just rocked up in his van and just in like an hour and a half just laid all his saxophone on it. I was like, that's awesome.
0: Yeah. So, so, Everybody yeah. loves a bit of a saxophone. Like little brass. It's the best instrument. Yeah. It's just too good every time.
1: It's the best sound.
0: Totally. And so um you've mentioned that you were working with um Chris, Chris Collins. Do you um do you guys go kind of straight into studio time with him, or is there like a pre-production sort of process that you guys do as a band before you take it to Chris? We do a fair bit of just
1: running through it. Yeah. Pre-production, but just kind of the four of us. And then we'll send it to Chris like a rough demo or whatever of what we've got. But it's kind of more the first day in the studio then we'll just play it a bunch of times and then we'll come up with ideas with Chris. Yeah. It's not like we go to his house for a week first and work on it and stuff. It all kind of happens real time, which is cool. Cool. I think. And a lot of this, like, a lot of this new album we're doing is, a lot of the tracks are just the four of us in a room and then we'll stack stuff on it, but it's all kind of like a live take. Mm. Whereas the last one was a bit more building blocks, yeah. like taking bits and stuff, which is cool. Cool. So.
0: And like, so in terms of like songwriting for you guys, what is the pro? Do you guys have a set kind of process of like, all right, this person's going to bring the lyrics and then we'll like.
1: Yeah, it usually be Jim and I with the lyrics. And then I used to be like really over controlling and try to do like drum parts on the keyboard and be like, play this. Mm. But now it's more like Tom and Banno, our bassist and drummer, like they got all that covered. I'm not telling anyone what to do. And then yeah. just the yeah, lyrics, or Jim and I will come up with an idea, or Jim and Banner have come up with some ideas, or me and Sweetie. It's just got, yeah, there's no real rules to it. Yeah, cool.
0: Just whatever. Yeah, nice. Yeah. Sounds like you've got like a nice kind of trusted band dynamic going
1: <laughs> We all, we all go along and trust each other's, yeah, trust each other's musicality. Totally.
0: And yes. um, yeah. you got a music video out, which is very, I feel like it's very fitting for this song. It's got like a bit of that nostalgic feel to it. Do you guys like often kind of collect footage from your time on the road and just like, Time in general spent as a band.
1: Yeah, yeah. Well, we went over to um UK in May, and we did like a festival over there called the Great Escape. And then just because we we're over there, we we're just like, well, let's all go on a holiday to Europe after it, and bought a VHS camera. And we weren't originally going to use like any VHS footage, and then we got it back, and we we're like, oh, it's just a lot of us just playing in the, you know, all the other stuff in like a white room or whatever. Mm. By the way, coming up with a film clip film clip idea is so hard. <laughs> I just, none of us are, you know, really that minded. Yeah. Especially, especially with the budget. It's just like, hmm.
0: I feel like gone are the days of, like, you know, rage proper video clips. Yeah. So it's this weird in between of, like, a DIY situation, I guess a lot of people are kind of running with because, you know, like, they're expensive and you... Like there's not a whole big point in spending a chunk of your budget on this crazy clip.
1: That's what I, I'd love to have one where we're like running out of a burning building.
0: Yeah.
1: And it blows <laughs> up behind us and we jump jumping slow, That that's just going to cost it. Yeah, I don't know about, I don't really watch film clips
0: yeah. anymore. Yeah, like there's nothing playing on TV on like a Saturday morning where like they're just running through and people are watching them. So it's like yeah. a weird YouTube situation. Yeah.
1: But, the, but yet yeah, they still feel like you should make them just to, I guess, yeah, have a clip for your single, I guess. Yeah, I yeah, yeah. But I
0: feel like, like, in your situation, like, that was a really cool kind of idea because it's sort of this look into you guys on the road and, like, it's just, like, a nice montage situation. Yeah. Yeah.
1: It's, there's kind of two ways you can go with it, which is, like, a performance-based clip with, like, or, like, go the full story get an actor, it's usually, you know, a love story and then someone's <laughs> thinking like that and they run away together. But, yeah, we we were just like, oh, this is a five-minute song. All this other footage is just losing my interest a bit. Although I like it and I love what Mikey, the director, did with it. So, yeah, you can just kind of intersperse VHS footage and, and it worked. Yeah. I guess.
0: And in terms of the song... Was there like a moment or a part of the song that you guys were like, this is really cool and you feel like it might be like missed by your average listener?
1: Probably just once the saxophone got laid down because there's this whole breakdown part in the middle where I'm on piano and we're all just doing washy ambient stuff and then there's like little sax licks. I remember listening to that when we were mixing it and just going, cool, we've got saxophone in a song. Yeah. That's an the song doesn't even need to be good. <laughs> Have you got someone?
0: Just <laughs> it's got that.
1: <laughs> on the that. Yeah. Forget about the lyrics, forget about the structure. It's got saxophone. It's got dusty boots on it. And Jim plays the slides. So, so I can't play, I usually do the solos on our stuff, guitar solos, but I can't play slide guitar to same my life. And Jim's a really good slide player. So he nailed that as well. Cool. So like that.
0: Yeah. I love that. I love that sound.
1: Yeah. <laughs> it's so hard. I just can't get my head around it.
0: Yeah. I also love, to I don't know what it's pitch. called, but you know that instrument and it's like the table situation and it's like got a similar slidey sound, but it's like a table.
1: Like a pedal still.
0: Yeah. Or a lap
1: still. Yeah. Yeah, pedal still. yeah,
0: okay, that's what it's called. I love that.
1: You play those with, they're really hard because you use your feet if your hands and your knees as well. Oh. So your knees move these, like, levers to kind of, I don't know, bend the pitch or something? Yeah. Too much for my brain to get around at one point, yeah. one time. But.
0: They're cool. I've seen a few people yeah. play them and I'm like, what are you doing? What is that? <laughs> but,
1: what are you doing? Yeah,
0: pretty much.
1: Might have to get some of the other songs.
0: Yeah, they're, like, very grassroots vibes.
1: Yeah, very country. Yeah. I'm into it. I'm not against that at all. Yeah.
0: We would like to take a short break to thank our sponsors, Bodrigi Brewery. We all know how much I love a sour here at Beers and Tears, and with Bodrigi's hazy and tangy fuzzy dance explosion, we can all have a little boogie. A soured tropical ale dances across the palate, bursting with candied mango and pineapple tones, while a subtle yeast funk provides the baseline. We consider it an all-rounder good time sour. So celebrate those spring days with a fuzzy dance. Um, And so you went on tour.
1: It was all great. Like, yeah, that one was more all the capital cities and stuff, bigger venues, like, but that was awesome. And then we kind of had a meeting with our agent. We're like, what should we do now? He's like, what about a big regional run? Yeah. Just go to all these towns that you haven't played in for, like, half a decade. So, like, fucking Albury over to just. Yeah, places we haven't been in ages. Just all
0: brief.
1: Yeah, <laughs> it was like so we just wrapped that up on the weekend, so that's what we've been doing since mid July. Yeah, it was a it was a bit of slog, but it was good.
0: Were the Glad were the crowds it. a lot more um, hectic, considering you haven't been there in a while?
1: Yeah, it was pretty hectic, but like, the first the first gig we played was in Wagga, and it was just like holy! It was just an absolute rowdy crowd. It was good, but someone stole a security car. Oh my god! Um, someone there was just lots of spewing, and it was great. Yes, yeah.
0: it's always great it on when a uni you involved.
1: Yes, well, someone was having too good a time.
0: Yeah, clearly. So, how would you? How do you guys kind of get through those lengthy tours as a band? Do you have like set things that you guys do on the road to keep you guys sane? I think we're still trying to figure that
1: out. I think what helps with it was we used to just kind of get in the van and disappear for a month mm. and, like, stay in the van, like, all in between shows, whereas this one was more like Thursday, Friday, Saturday every week, then come back. Yeah. Which is a much healthier way to tour because you can come home and relax for a bit and before you go back out. But, no, I guess some of the scheduling, just not even, like, when I got too drunk or, like, hungover, out of energy, but just, like, scheduling and how you fit sleep in. And yeah, but I'm not going to complain about. It. It was great. Yeah,
0: totally. Yeah. What has been your favorite song to play coming out of this tour?
1: Well, we didn't release Making It Out Live till two weeks ago, so we only played that for the last three shows. But that was probably, yeah, probably our favorite, just because it's new and something like, yeah. I think that's the only actual. Song we played that we didn't play on the last tour, so it's pretty much the same set, except we had to make it a live. But it's in different towns, so
0: yeah, for sure. That's alright. What's your like most? Yeah, what's your like most well um, received song by a crowd?
1: Probably fake friends, one of our songs, fake friends, or probably our like Hey Ma cover. yeah, yeah. A lot of her cover, which is funny to be like the band with like the covers like. Your biggest
0: song yeah exactly. everyone loves a bit of a like a version cover everyone loves
1: it <laughs> so yeah I'm, I'm happy for that to be the case I love playing AMR. so but yeah it's it's better than our songs <laughs> of, in terms of in terms of a song so it's just like oh yeah cool everyone you can tell by the reaction it's better than our songs like everyone's just like oh wait it
0: yeah
1: and our <laughs> stuff a comes a on when they're of like a song.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's a it's great Well, what have you been listening to lately? Like, what are your recommendations in terms of music?
1: Uh, Madison Cunningham is, do you know her? Yeah. Yeah. She just put out a new album, Revealer. True. And it's so good. Yeah. It's so good. She's she's the best. Who else have I been listening to? I always listen to Tom Waits as well. Mm. I love Tom Waits. Um, in terms of new stuff, probably just Madison Cunningham. Other than that, I just listen to like music from the fifties.
0: Yeah, nice. I didn't so. know she had a new album. That's really cool. I love her. Like, I think it's like a, I think it was her first album. Um, she's wearing like an orange dress. I think it's in like 2018 or something. And it's got, who like, are you now? Is
1: it
0: cool? Um, maybe it's got good guys and the villains on it. Um, yeah, yeah, that album.
1: Oh uh, I'm not going to
0: get the name. Yeah, but me either. But
1: she's so good.
0: Yeah. yeah.
1: Have, have you heard the song, one of the new songs, Life According to Rachel?
0: No. It's just. Oh, my God. Just, I'm excited now. I love music. I was it. saying the other day that I ha- I don't understand because I, I'm a listener where, like, I'll listen to an album and then I'm, like, obsessed with it for, like, four weeks and that's all I will listen to nonstop and then I just never listen to it again. And it's this weird thing. Like, I'm exactly the same. Yeah, but what in my brain just goes, okay, I'm not listening to this anymore, I'm done, and why am I, like, just killing it for the
1: what? four weeks? I, I'm, I, I'm the exact same as the listener. I think it's just like a phase. that It's not that you don't like it anymore. It's that you find another album that you want to just smash for four weeks. Yeah,
0: totally. So you don't
1: have time for it. Yeah, I, I, that's what I, like, the reason I said only Madison Cunningham is pretty much that's all we're yeah. listening to. <laughs> Since it came out Yeah,
0: literally Yeah, okay, well that'll give me a new one to listen to I've been pumping them Marlon Williams' new album
1: Yeah, what's that called?
0: It's called My Boy
1: Okay It's
0: great It's really, really, really good Because, well, have you listened to much Marlon Marlon Williams?
1: I haven't, no His
0: first album is like super sad Like real break up album Like heartbreaker moment and this new one's like kind of like a bit dancy vibes. So okay. it's cool. It's a cool. Um,
1: Marlon's moving on.
0: Marlon, yeah, he's moving on. <laughs> he's moving on. Totally.
1: Bigger and better things for yeah, Marlon. Yeah, definitely. I'll have to give it a listen once I'm through this Madison Cunningham. Yeah,
0: we'll do a bit of a switch.
1: Yes, <laughs> um,
0: And, well, you mentioned an album. How, so what's the what's the go with this album? Are you like kind of just getting through it slowly?
1: Yeah, like with the first album, we just kind of had 14 songs ready, went to Melbourne for two months, made it, and then released. Like it was already before the first single came out, whereas this probably because of CAD mm. and stuff has kind of just been more in sections and just it feels a bit better to kind of go up there rather than disappear for two months to go to Byron for like a week, work on four songs, and come back and go back, and I think it maybe it'll make the album sound a bit different and not just all like it was made in one setting, um, one sitting rather. Cool. Maybe.
0: Do you guys have like a kind of a vision with the sound that you're looking for or like where you're going, or is it more of like a period of time where you're at?
1: I think it's all like we don't have like anything we've really talked about as like a vision. But I think I'd say compared to the last our more kind of like groovy, I don't know, there's bongos all over it. Yeah, nice. And there's like, you know, probably going to be some more saxophone, probably some pedal steel now that you've brought it up.
0: Yeah, beautiful.
1: Your credit is pedal steel recommendation.
0: Yeah, thanks.
1: <laughs> yeah, I don't know, so it's pretty much like half of it's recorded and then we've kind of worked on these other songs which were going up in November. And we'll record that and go from there.
0: Yeah. No.
1: Yeah. But in terms of sound, I don't know. I think it's going to sound pretty diverse. Cool. It's not going to sound like a concept. Yeah. Necessarily.
0: Cool. Yeah. Nice. And coming out of this tour, um, well, and all tours previous to this one, what would you say has been like a highlight for you, a gig highlight um, and just a really shocking gig memory? where it's all gone a bit, you know. Bad shocking? Yeah, bad shocking.
1: I I don't, I hate when people ask us to do shoeys because I'm just not going to do one. Yeah. But it's always it always ruins the mood of a gig if you do that. Yeah. People are like, shoe, and I'm, I'm just like, no, I don't want to. But that wouldn't be the most shocking gig memory. I was at that Gang of You's gig where um Anthony Albanese, everyone was like, here's to Alba. Did he see that video? Yeah. Yeah, that was pretty funny. That's
0: iconic.
1: Um, <laughs> shocking. My, actually, after the woggy geek, someone walked up to us and they were like, this dude walked up, but he was in like high spirits and he like had like a cut on his face. He's like, Oh, I got glass, but I'm all good. And I was like, Oh, you just you're all right. He's like, I'm all good. It happened at like the start of the night. I was like, it's a break.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway.
1: So that was a shocking moment, not a good moment. Well, we played the Forum Theatre in Melbourne on our, like, bigger tour, like, main city tour, and then we're like, oh, we're playing the Forum, like, it's the biggest gig we've done. We should get some pyrotechnics just because, haha. Yeah. <laughs> and then we did it, and I was like, when they went off, it, it felt pretty cool. It felt a bit like.
0: Rockstar you know, moment.
1: Like one. Yeah, but it's expensive and it lasts for, like, 30 seconds, but it happened and it was funny.
0: Yeah, would have been pretty great.
1: In that moment, nothing's better. Than
0: yeah, exactly. That True that. Fuck yeah.
1: But I reckon if we can afford that, whatever we can afford that would we'll get pyro because it's sick. It's so hot.
0: Yeah. It's right
1: in front of you and you're just like, and it's at the end of the gig usually. So you're
0: pretty sweaty.
1: Yeah. So you're like fucked at the end of the gig. And, so, and then it comes up and it's like a foot away from you or something. It's just holy fuck.
0: True. I haven't really ever thought about the fact that, it would be just, it's it's fire at the end of the day. <laughs> so, it's fire.
1: Yeah. And you better not go near it. It's like, because there's been times when I've like walked up during that gig and I was like, oh, that's not going off. But I didn't even think about it. Like, that's the fire machine. I'm like, I'll put my foot up on it or something.
0: True. So do you know when it's going to go, like, you have, like, a set moment for that to go off?
1: Yeah, you have to do, like, a full, I think you, like, have to like do like a safety run through with the pyro guy.
0: Okay, cool.
1: Like during sound check, he's like, all right, this is what it does. And you're like, holy fuck. And he's like, and where do you want to do it? And you like plan it in the set and you just hope he doesn't do it at the wrong time. Yeah,
0: and stay right. clear from the. from the,
1: Yeah, stay clear from the. The gun. Fire machine. Yeah, totally. The, guns, yeah. <laughs> the,
0: the pyro gun. Well, thank you so much for taking the time out of your day to chat with me today.
1: No worries, thank you, Vic. Thank you for having
0: me on. Yeah, no worries. Um, I usually do a cheers, so we've both got our
1: beer. It's pretty early, but
0: cheers. <laughs>
1: cheers to you, cheers. cheers to beers and tears. <laughs> and um I'm sure we'll chat again at some point Yeah,
0: for sure.